actually involved in this process? What do you mean? The podcast. What do you mean? Well, you're looking at your phone. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I'm recording. Judgy man. <laughs> From the woman who's constantly on her phone. I know, I know. It's the pot calling the kettle. Is it? Black. Hello, Hello everybody. Hello. This is Playing Devil's Avocado, the podcast. I am Claire Isaac and I'm with my phone addicted friend, Lisa Sinclair. Whoop, whoop. And we are here. It's episode. Whatever. 497. Yeah. Of, uh, of series four of the podcast. And today mm. we will be doing a, some, a big question. Big, big question. We've got some news with views. News with, with views. views. News with views. We've got. Um, a beauty spot. We've beauty got spot. Beauty spot. Some what hurts now? What hurts now? <laughs> culture club. All your favourites. All of your favourites. So stick around. I yeah. say. First up, Lisa. Yeah. Let's do a big question because it's always good to right. start with one big, big question. You had a great big question. I for did. Me. Claire, yeah. What is your most hilarious drunken purchase? Well, and there's a reason I'm asking you this. Yes. Shall um, I tell you the reason? Tell me the reason and then I'll tell you. My sister-in-law, mm-hmm. let's call her Paula. Hello, Paula. Hello, Paula. She drunkenly bought last week <laughs> <laughs> a Little House on the Prairie box set. Brilliant. And she doesn't even have a DVD even player. Even more brilliant. Yeah. Bless her heart. What was she going to do with it? She just wanted to keep She just it. got a bit nostalgic and emotional and she wanted to watch it. I think she wanted to make her daughters watch it because right. she loved it so much. Yeah. And she something. had a, a Michael Landon a festival <laughs> going on. And we had a discussion about Michael Landon and his, you know, his lion's mane mm. hair and his, and his flat-fronted <laughs> pants that were so snug. Oh. Um, <laughs> this has gone completely into a different <laughs> realm. Realm, yeah. yes. So it got me wondering, Claire. Yes, what's mine? What's your most hilarious or, well, you know, biggest drunken purchase? It took me ages to remember, but mm. then you said something that sparked my memory. Mm. So I, my husband and I once went to a, <laughs> this is going to sound very weird, a mm. speed dating night together. That. But it was for, it was a charity one that a friend was had put on. So basically we just went and donated some money. Okay. And we didn't actually have to do the dating. Right. And it was for the RSPCA. It'd be funny if you dated, you did it though, and then you didn't tick like each other's each boxes. Other. So to speak. <laughs> and then they had a silent auction and we were so drunk that we just kept putting money on things. And we won a large... Um, screen print of an ibis. Oh. I didn't even know it was an ibis for about five years until I, I read. ibises. It's actually a really good picture. But I, ibises I like are horrible. It. Yes, well, I, you know, I probably wouldn't have. But it's actually really good and I really like Is it. Is it in but your house still? It's in our house, yeah. yeah. But it was a bit of a random thing for us to just decide yeah. to get one day. Um, we drunkenly purchased um, also art. Mm. We're obviously art wankers, aren't we? Apparently that's what we do when we We drunk. went to an exhibition and... It, Obviously, they, they only give you free booze so you get drunk and buy something, don't they? Um, and we bought a picture by Ben... What's his name? You love him. Ben... Ben, you know. Ben. Oh, Ben Frost. Ben Frost, who's like a pop art modern person. Um, and it's a picture of a kitten hanging from a branch and it says Satan on it. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with a bit of Ben, ben Frost no, art. there's not. Nothing wrong with a bit of satanic cat art <laughs> between friends. That's right. Um, fab. Okay. Um, let's do now. Yeah. Sorry. I, sound, I just had to turn the power on to my computer because it was draining the battery. I apologise, everybody. Let's do some news with, with views. views. 
Lost it. Lost the thread there with news. Well, this is um, quite interesting and possibly a little zeitgeisty um, at the moment. Did you know, Lisa, that wife guys are out of vogue now? Wife guy? Yeah, I don't know what wife guy is. So a wife guy is someone like... Your old mate, Adam Levine. Yes. Who, of course, posted some... Who messaged some models. He's married yes. to um, a beautiful model himself. Lovely lady. Um, who's pregnant with his child. Yes. And but and he spends a lot of time going on about how he and his wife are, you know, inseparable, and he and his wife this, and she's the best wife yeah. ever. And he's so he's known as a wife guy because he's so um, over the top about his yes. wife. Effusive. Yes, but as well as that, he was in getting into sliding into people's DMs Ooh. saying your fucking body is so fucking hot, I can't Ooh. believe it, and stuff like that, and um, and then had to come out and say yes, I did the wrong thing, I went a bit too far, I didn't have an affair, but I should never have done that. And then no. another guy, no sir, another guy who's called Ned Fulmer, who is in this group called the Try Guys, who are on YouTube, I believe, and they try things, you know, like they sort of like MythBusters kind of thing. Right. They try different things. He's another one of the people who who says all the time, "My wife and I, I love my wife. We do this," but then secretly had an affair with a staff member of the Try Guys. <laughs> And um, had to apologise in public again for, you know. So it's like wife guys, overly effusive, yeah. but behind the scenes, porking somebody else. I've always felt they sound a bit like to me those people on Facebook who just are nauseating about their relationships. Yeah. I've always felt, me thinks, that does right. protest too protest much. Protest too much, indeed. Like, if you're secure in your relationship, why do you have to, you know, say, you know, can't believe my... Yeah. wonderful wife yeah. or my amazing husband we all know you're lying also if I you're... said that about my husband he'd think that something was very he'd weird he'd think you'd a brain tumour or something <laughs> you think I'd be having some <laughs> kind of <laughs> who are you and what have you done with my wife <laughs> aliens have taken me yeah. so wife guys are out so from now on we don't trust any guys who talk about wives no. in that way no. I'd rather trust a man who said she's alright she's right. She goes, she does all right. Goes all right for an old bird. Um, And then you had another news with views. I did. So, you know how Gwyneth, you know, managed an amazing milestone last week. Mm -hmm. She turned 50. Can you believe it? Oh, my God, I can't believe she made it. Oh, my God, what an achievement. Such an achievement. And she did it by posting pictures of her in a bikini and then a picture of her painted gold. Nude. Nude. Mm. And she's obviously... Banging bold, well done, like, you know, whatever. And then, like, Nicole recently with that shoot with all her muscles. Yeah. It's like, why are they so thirsty, Claire? And why do they need the attention, constant attention, constant applause? Yes, It's I do. exhausting and it's boring. I saw a really great, great post by Mia Friedman during oh, the week. About the chocolate cake. About the chocolate cake. Yeah. So Mia, of course, is I the founder of Mamma Mia. I wrote this before she did Mama that, Mia. Yeah, well, Can no, I just so, say? But I, I, she, we yeah. all agree. Yeah. Us women who are that age... Yeah. We're all just like, come on, ladies. You look like that because you work like that seven days a week to look that, yeah. have that body. Most of us are juggling jobs and families. But also, haven't we evolved past yeah. the point where somebody's 
body. Looking 30 is not, at 50, isn't something to be applauded. It's just something... But it's just your body's your body. Mm. And I saw this English TV presenter, she's 60, Carol Vorderman, and she posted a picture of her and her amazing body, and she said, um, you know, I plan to have this body until I'm, when I'm 80. It's like, well, who, are the, who, is, who else's body are you going to have? <laughs> have a head transplant. You know, whether your body's <laughs> fat and wobbly or skinny and toned, it's still the same body. Yeah, body schmoddy, I say. Just, like, Eat give it chips. a rest. Gwyneth. But Mia posted this photo of a chocolate cake. Said, "You know, I'm sick. You know, I don't see why we have to applaud women for for looking younger when they turn, you know, fifty yeah. or whatever." I got a chocolate. I made a chocolate cake. Had my friends over and we ate it. Yeah, and it was just so nice. And I don't yeah. always agree with everything Mia says. I no. quite often don't. But I really liked that. I thought it was very good to point out. We don't need. No. I don't understand though. Like, just give it a fucking rest, girls. Also, they just work in a world where everything is young, and they're obviously insecure, I and know. it's not their fault. But it's boring. Move on. Also, Keith's a wife guy. Keith is a wife guy. Yeah, but and he, the other one isn't a wife guy. That seems quite genuine, though. Yeah, but he is yeah, a wife guy. He is guy. a wife guy. And we're not necessarily saying he's cheating. Just saying he's a yeah. wife guy. All right. Um, and another thing that you put on the list, which yes. I think is very interesting. It is interesting. talking about, especially in light of how tired I am, Yeah. social battery. Your social battery, Claire. It was a story in Stylist. Mm. Can you pass me the champagne, please, Lisa, while you're Ooh, telling me the gluggy. story? Gluggy. Gluggy. that down, love. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's saying that we all have an individual and unique social battery that is drained or restored by certain interactions and situations. And the reasons why some people drain our batteries more than others is to do with accommodation factors, including your personality, the other person's personality, how stressed you are, and your attachment style. Mm. So it's sort of saying that, um, you know, you have friends who you can hang out with and they don't exhaust you, Mm -hmm. and then you have some friends who just exhaust you Mm. being around them, Mm -hmm. and then they run (laughs) your... Why are you looking at me? (laughs) (laughs) No! You are. And you have to sort of have these... You have to recover from being with them. Yeah, and but also that there are some... Like, you know, you can have your battery depleted by lots of things, and then you can... There are some friends who won't deplete it further, in fact, could help help Mm. you recharge it without having to be alone in a dark room. Rocking. You asked me what my social battery Mm. is. Maybe you didn't. Maybe it was just the title of your your question. And I said I need downtime from everyone. I like periods of intense interaction, but then I can't recharge my battery with anyone. Maybe my husband and my cat, but that's probably all. And then I said, I drain people's battery quickly, I've been told. So what have people actually said to you? Well, my my friend Todd, mm. hello Todd, we shall call him Hi, Todd. Hi Todd. He, went, he often tells me that often. I, he often talk, <laughs> we often talk about the fact that um, I wear him out in about five minutes. Right. Well, sexually. <laughs> Good Lord, no. No, just in like my, with my jokes. Like we have a lot mm. of in jokes that we've had for, mm. we've, worked, we've known each other for, you know, 35 years or whatever. Right. And um, there's a lot of joking that goes on and it can be quite exhausting. And, and I do you can hit be... him up with them as soon yes, as you see him? Yes, yes. There's a lot of the same jokes that go on. And a lot, and just in my a head at of... the moment, I've got like this picture of a really eager puppy. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the eager puppy. Yeah. He's the old dog who's just had enough and wants to sleep in the sun. This pretty much sums us up, Todd, don't you think? Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> All right. Time for some beauty spot. Beauty, beauty spot, spot. Beauty spot. 
you have a really tasty bit of beauty spot for <laughs> I us. I do. A tasty I, morsel. This ad came up in my Instagram feed, right? And I think it was for Alpha. And they actually do very nice products. So They do, Alpha H, yeah. Um, but it was how to give your skin the glazed donut glow. Mm. Crispy green. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I totally get the look they're going for. So what? It's like shiny and glossy, glossy. Yeah, like fatty. moist. Um, Don't say moist. <laughs> Never say moist. Um, sort of, you know, youthful glow. Yeah. Yes. Glazed donut. No. Glazed donut. I don't know if I want to look like a glazed donut. No. No, I don't think I want no. to look like a glazed donut. I would have the skin that that yes is. Yes. But without looking like a Krispy Kreme or, yeah. a, you know. Now you want a Krispy Kreme. I do. Yeah. I've written it down as well and I can't get, I can't get enough of it. Um, we also want to talk about the reaction you had to um, the ad that we did last week, which was for Asano. Yeah. And you did a before and after. Yeah. Bare face, yeah. bare skin. Yeah. Photo of your face. And people, the, the crowds went wild. They did. There was a bit of like pushback but there's like a few people said oh I can't believe you did that mm. I didn't even think twice about it why would I like everybody who follows us on Instagram or the PDAs I mean I don't know everybody no but I feel like we're a community and I wouldn't have even think twice about putting no. up how I look at, without slap on my face I on the other hand thought twice <laughs> <laughs> didn't do it and Paula again your sister-in-law mm. said where's your bare face photo mm. and I was like <laughs> <laughs> Forgot. Um, yeah, I was just surprised. And um, one person who's, who we won't name, Phil, <laughs> said, which <laughs> one's before and which one's after? Who's like, fuck off. I thought you looked really good. And Thank I was you. very I was also very impressed with the fact that you did it. That's because yes. I never let anyone see me without makeup. Yeah, really, right. So, Maybe that know. can be a challenge for you. Uh-huh. Challenge uh-huh. Claire. Mm, let's not do that. No, all right. Um, and then I wanted to talk about a, a new product. It's not new, but I have newly discovered it. Mm-hmm. It's the Model Co. Brow Stamp. What does it mean? So basically, you know how you draw your eyebrows on with the eyebrow mm-hmm. pencil or you fill in the holes, whatever? Mm-hmm. You get this stamp and you get little stencils and you hold it on your eyebrow and oh, you yes. stamp it and then it comes out the exact right shape you want. Right. I'm looking at your eyebrows. They're not, I didn't use them oh. today. Um, but they're amazing. It's a genius mm. idea. I mean, it's a little bit tricky to use first time. I was doing it, the, <laughs> I did it on the weekend and I did it the wrong way around. <laughs> <laughs> so the pointy bit was in the inside and the big fat bit was on the outside. I learned quickly that, that was wrong. Um, and then I had to get it off and they really had to get off because they're supposed to yeah. stay there for ages. Yeah. So, of course, it was like, oh, I had to scrub half my face off. But um, I think they're a genius idea. Okay. If you can't, and do get... they give you the little tool to colour it in, or is it just the stencil? They give you a little brush and things, right. so you can use the the powder. There's a powder. And, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty clever, mm. I think. Twenty something dollars from mm. Woolies. I thought it was a good thing to add to my arsenal yeah. of my many fucking beauty products that are crawling out the door. I agree. Speaking of. Genius. Yeah. Sometimes I think that all one needs is yes. a bit of time out, right? That's right that's to regenerate. Right. It's a genius it way yes. of getting your energy back. Do you see where I'm going? Yes, with this? yes. Let's do some travel time. Travel time. A, oh, it's new. Oh, okay. Travel time. <laughs> it's time Tra- for, for travel, travel time. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about the power of one night in an amazing hotel. Oh, my God, I really want one right now. Yes. So a um, lovely friend of mine bought me for my 50th um, a really long treatment at a very posh spa. And I went to book it, and then I thought, 
And they could only get me in at like three o'clock on a day. And I just thought, well, I don't want to go into town. I don't want to go in, have the treatment, then have to come home, blah, blah. Anyway, so we booked the hotel for the night. Amazing. Put it on points and then paid half the cash because it was a very expensive hotel. And then, so I could, so we checked in. I went down for my treatment. Then we had a swim and a spa. Then you go back to your hotel room. Then we went out, then we had a drink in the bar. Then we went out for dinner locally. Then we came back and had you know, dessert in the bar. Mm. And then we had buffet breakfast, which, oh, you know, makes heaven. me happier than anything. It's the best thing ever. Um, and then we went home at 11 o'clock. So we left our home at half one. Got so in a, 24 hours, more or less. Yeah. Got in a taxi, $16 later at the hotel, checked into the hotel, did all the stuff, home by half 11 the next day. Perfect. Didn't have to get a critter sitter. <laughs> the cats were fine. Cats were fine. And oh, it just... It's regenerating. It was so gen- treaty, regenerating. It? It's very treaty. Very treaty. And the bed was the biggest bed I'd ever slept in. The It was the most beautiful bed linen and all of that stuff. The most beautiful room, actually. And then the bathroom had diptyque products. Mm. So I stole them. Mm. I didn't, actually, because they were bolted to the wall. You did try. You I did bought, try. should have bought your they were, screwdriver they with you. Big old bottles. Yeah, that's good for the environment. That's I why. know. <laughs> but I would suggest everyone go and do it. Just sometimes it's just good just to have a little circuit breaker. Yeah, or even yeah. just like I mean, even if it's not an amazing hotel, just getting away, getting good, away, like, just changing, yeah. like, it's like changing your environment. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Otherwise, mm. you could just get a bit kind of grumbly, grumbly, you? A bit grumbly, you a bit whiny, bit whiny, bit whingy. What? Where are you going with this? What hurts now? Um, it's all you. All me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not suggesting Wingy, you are whiny or <laughs> If the shoe fits, yeah. put a orthotic in it. Well, yes, <laughs> as as one does. Well, there's two things here. I hurt my back walking up the stairs. But we've all been there. Literally just walking up the stairs, my back went. I, How? I picked up the cat litter tray and my back went. How does that work? I literally walked up the stairs and my back just went You must bing. have... Put your leg at a funny angle yeah. and it just pulls yeah. something. So now I'm back to square one with my sciatica. Oh. Did you know I had sciatica? <laughs> I don't think the world knows. And then also, on top of all that, yeah. last week I got a bout of vertigo, which I think I've talked about having vertigo mm-hmm. in the past. But luckily I was going to my physio for my sciatica, Claire. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, ageing at its best. Yes. <laughs> and I went to lie down on the table and then went dizzy and oh. went, had to go, oh, oh God. And she said, what's wrong with you? And I said, I've got vertigo. And she said, I can treat that. Because when I've had vertigo in the past, they just tell you to get on with it and mm. give you anti-nausea pills. Mm. And then you just have to wait for it to wear off. Anyway, she said, I can test to see if it's your middle ear or not. Because, you know, your crystals move mm. in your middle ear and that's what gives you vertigo. So she did this thing on me where she basically... You have to sort of like surrender, and then she holds your head, and then she drops you back really quickly. Ooh. And where does your head go? Well, she, it's in her hands. Oh, right. So she drops you back. A bit like those, you know, those things you used to do at sort of um, team bonding where like you had trust to... Exercises. Trust exercises. <laughs> it was a trust exercise. And she dropped me back really quickly, and then my eyes started fluttering. <gasps> and that's how she could tell it was my middle ear. Oh, my God, that's so creepy. So creepy. And then she did a few twisty turnies... Um, and then I almost vomited, almost passed out. Put up, like it took me about two hours to recover. Oh my God. She said I had a very bad bout of it, but then I was cured forever. Not forever, but, but this for bout. Out. And sometimes it takes me two or three weeks to get over wow. vertigo. Yeah. So it was horrible at the time. Like I can't tell you, it was like being on a 
roller coaster whilst drunk. We've all been there. <laughs> all done it. Um, but then it was gone. Amazing. Yes. Wow. But not all physios know how to do it. She mm. did because she used to work in a concussion centre. Right. Hmm, the plot thickens. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's very interesting. It is. It is. Also, her, your back's are bad. Like, any back pain is a problem. It's horrible. It's all-encompassing. Yeah. Vertigo, like, I'm vertigo is... Probably not something that's so common, I would say. Maybe it is. But, like, backs and... and I think lots of ladies get it after 50 vertigo. Do they? Yeah, I, because when I went down... My, this is purely based on I went down to my local cafe after I'd been done because I was so shaky I needed orange juice and I didn't have any bread. I said, can you make me veggie my toast? And they said, what's wrong with you? And I went, blah, blah, I told them. Mm. And the two ladies were both like, oh, we get vertigo. Wow, OK. So I wonder if it is an over 50s thing. Could be. Mm. I haven't got it. Well, just you wait. I've had back pain, so does that count? Am I okay? No. Am I part of the gang? No. <laughs> um, okay, well, speaking of gangs, no, yes. it's not really a good segue. Let's just do some snack attack. All right. Snack attack, <laughs> snack attack, snack attack. I had the Milo Kit Kat. We have one in the fridge. It's really good. Timmy's had a stick, I haven't. What did he say? Um, yeah, he quite liked it. It's so chocolatey and delicious. And it's that good thing that Milo does, which sticks in your teeth. Mm. It's I love Milo. It reminds me of being a kid. How small are those Kit Kats, though? Oh, no, I got a big bar, though. Oh. So I didn't, I didn't, you didn't I, get the individual Kit Kat. I was like, I'm not wasting time here. Talk about shrinkflation. Mm. My God. Mm. Kit Kats now are about half the size they used to be. Mm. Just or a kit. my gobbies. About twice the size. Yeah. <laughs> Can't tell. I do feel like I bought the big bar because I was like, there's no point mm-hmm. pretending I'm not going to enjoy every second of this. Everyone at work's been like, you must have a Kit Kat, you must have a Milo Kit Kat. Anyway, love. Oh. And then the other thing is I bought you a treat today. Because you, you bought a treat last week. Yeah. I went into Aldi. Not an ad. And I bought the new flavour Blackstone Snack Company yeah. cheddar and chives potato chips. And they are delicious. Absolutely delicious. They do, they do taste of, indeed, cheddar, cheddar and chives. And chives. Sometimes chips just taste of, you know... Very good um, wine or beer accompaniment, yes. I'd say. and we're having some champs. Yeah. And working well. Yeah, it's going very well. So they were two we're, good snack attacks. We're matching. We're wine and food matching. <laughs> we're matching. We are. <laughs> if you need us, a Matt Moran, <laughs> Neil Perry, if you want us to yes. look at your restaurants, feel free to get in touch. That's right. <laughs> Um, okay, it's time now. Oh, did you want to talk about sleep? Only if you want me to. It's only for you, because you're always banging on about it. (laughs) Because I don't get much. Honestly, it's not getting any better either. Right, well, let me talk you through this story then. This is a story you read in The Guardian. Yes. It's about how to get a good night's sleep. And the first thing it says is stop trying. Stop trying. Want to get a good night's sleep? First of all, stop trying. Mm. And it's a sleep coach. That's my mistake. Yes, a sleep coach has written it, Camilla Stoddart. And she says, everyone, all of you people who can't sleep very well are doing the right thing. You do it, You know what you're meant to do, but it's not working. You're still struggling. No, it's true. Um, she says, the more you try, the less you're likely to succeed because sleep is a passive process, like breathing or digesting. It can't right, be so controlled. Right, so we're making it active by trying. Yeah. Nothing mm. we can do can force it to happen. Okay. So That's, um, <laughs> that's heartwarming. Heart- so she says, give up trying to sleep tonight. Just stop it. Just say, well, I'll just stay up then. I won't even bother trying. Um, she does say breathe less. Mm. Sounds dodgy. Um, <laughs> have a late night, she says. I was horrified by this sentence. 
So it's st- this is what not this sentence, the one after. The only thing that generates sleep drive is being awake in the same way that the only thing that generates hunger is not eating. Right. Adults, this is the sentence, adults need to be awake for at least 16 hours to generate enough sleep drive to sleep for eight hours at night. Wow, okay. Gosh. So you've got to be awake for 16 hours before your body needs to go to sleep. Right. So what time did you get up this morning? I got up at 7. So then you don't have to... Go to bed till 11. Right. That's all right. I yeah. can do that. I got up at half seven, which means I shouldn't be going to bed till half, half 11. 11. There's no way in the no. world you can stay up then, is there? Absolutely you can be no in bed way. by 9.30 with the cats and the, and the housewives. Yeah. Below deck. <laughs> oh, below deck. Sorry. Uh, absolute madness. <laughs> See, I can stay up. My husband goes to bed earlier and reads, and I can stay yeah. up and watch all my shitty little reality shows and, and Dharma, which I'm watching, which we can get to later. Yeah. And... Um, I'm watching The Amazing Race, as everyone will know. So all of those things I watch post-husband going to bed. Um, But that's usually about 10.30, and then I probably read for about 10, 15 minutes and then fall asleep. But then I wake up at, like, 2, and then that's it. I'm up and down, up and down, up and down. Right. Like a yo-yo, as they'd say. They say, don't take naps in the day. I don't. No. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Don't take naps in the day. They take the edge off your appetite for sleep, like having a snack just before sitting down to a three-course meal. Mm. Uh, And they also say embrace being awake. If you're going to be awake, do something you like. And don't get anxious. Just do something that gives you pleasure. I do feel... Hello. It's called paradoxical intention. Right. I do feel like... There is something to be... Like, I often will now read because I think there's no point just struggling to sleep. Yeah. And that's fine. And But I should actually just get up and go and do some work or something because it would make me tired. Yeah. <laughs> Send you to sleep straight away. Um, <laughs> and then it says stop reading articles about sleep. So I did. Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> um, one thing I would say is, and I'm going to incorporate my tech wizard Oh, now yes. Okay. Yep. With your sleep story. Yeah. Tech wizard, it's a new... Segment. Okay. Is it, um, what's the. I'm a techie wizard. Da, 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 da. Techie wizard. Da, 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 da. Um, it's okay. This is the last episode for a while. <laughs> we don't have to have the jingles. Ne- we're a bit neurotic. Um, <laughs> I have been listening to sleep meditation music oh, to go to sleep to. Yes. Does that work? Oh, my God. It's on the Apple iMusic, you know, just look up Mm. meditation or sleep. What about calm? Don't you like listening to Harry Styles telling you a bedtime story? No, I like the plinky plonky music or the... Um, (laughs) But, and also, you know, in the past I've listened to white noise and pink noise to get to sleep because of my noisy thing, Mm -hmm. my sound problems. But it was like, how do you switch it off? Mm. Well, I know how to switch it off now. Okay. Tech wizard. Mm. On your phone, Mm -hmm. you go to the clock function yes. right yes clock yeah then you go to timer function right yes and then you click on when timer ends yeah and it gives you all the noises that you can have okay. but right at the bottom is stop playing oh oh okay and then you set a timer for so an you hour set it for 45 minutes whatever, and, then and then it, it stops, stops playing. playing amazing amazing You're a tech wizard i'm a you're all going to start using that now and you'll thank me. <laughs> we will thank you. Well, if you can't sleep, of course, you can always watch some TV. Yes. Which brings us to Culture, Culture Club. Club. Good. 
Club. And you probably won't want to watch this no. before you go to sleep. No. I'm watching Monster, the mm. Jeffrey Dahmer story on Netflix. Mm. You won't watch it. We'll not watch it. I know a lot of people who won't want to watch it. No. It is very graphic. It's obviously about Jeffrey Dahmer, the serial killer. Um, it's quite controversial because a lot of the victims' families are speaking out about it, saying it's too graphic and it's not right. And yeah. But it's actually um, a really good... Is it a film or a documentary? It's, no, it's a series. Series. It's and a so it's fictional. An act- it's actor acting him. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's good. Like, it is really hardcore. It's hard watching. Um, he is such a fucking screw-up, and everyone knows that, obviously, because he's, mm. like, the worst serial killer the world has ever seen, or whatever, you know, like, he's just horrendous. Lots of, sort of, sexual depravity, mm. and it's very dark, it's very depressing and kind of um, appalling, but there's something very watchable about it because... It's fascinating to get inside. You don't get a chance to sort of think about real people doing such terrible things as much Mm. as, as, you know. So anyway, it's good, but it is a bit graphic. Mm. Then I watch Netflix. Um, No, that's not right. (laughs) Then I watch watch Blonde on Netflix. The Marilyn Monroe film. Marilyn Monroe film. Have you watched it yet? You were going to. No, we were going to and then... Just, there was a below deck special and he just, <laughs> he just couldn't bring himself to. Well, I just keep hearing such mixed reviews about yeah. it and, and the feminists don't seem very happy about it. No, because it's very much she's a victim throughout the whole thing. Yeah. It is really beautifully shot though and she's amazing and Adamus mm. is amazing as Marilyn. I can understand why people don't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah. I just didn't hate watching it. It's based on a novel, isn't it? Yes. So it's fiction. Again, it's, it's fiction. It's fiction. And but bits of it would be true, but bits of it wouldn't yeah. be true. Which I think that's when people get like, well, wait a minute, like yeah. that's a person. And there's lots of it's very, um, she's sort of very sexualized in a way, but not, not sort of like she calls everyone daddy and stuff like mm. that. You know, it's hard to sort of watch all the men taking yeah. advantage of her, not in a sexual way, even just in a monetary way and yeah. in a business way, exploiting her, exploiting her. I just I thought she just looks so beautiful, so ethereal in mm. it, and the the way it's filmed is gorgeous. It's really long; it's like two and a half hours long. Oh, so no. you've got to, you know, you won't like it. No. Um, but it's good. You watched something far more hard hitting. Yes, I watched a very hard hitting three part <laughs> documentary series on Netflix <laughs> into the um, Bling Ring mm. Hollywood Heist. Love a bit of Bling Ring. So Bling Ring were. Um, this group of teenagers in the sort of 2008, I think, era. Mm-hmm. And they burgled celebrity houses, but the celebrities were that, were sort of your Paris Hilton's, your, your Lindsay, Lowen's. Lindsay Lowen's, Rachel Bilson, Audrina Patridge. Mm. Um, Orlando Bloom actually was one oh, of them yeah. as well. And they came from the valley and they were sort of, you know, they saw what was going on. It was like the height of celebrity culture and excess. And they thought, well, we'll have some of that. <laughs> we'll get ourselves some so, of that. And if they just went in and burgled. Like Paris Hilton got burgled eight times or something. Yeah. It, and because she had so many bags, so many designer bags, designer she clothes. She didn't notice. How she didn't she notice. No. They would go in, raid her wardrobe, lo- take cash out of all her bags. It was all just crumpled up there. She had no idea. Um, and they made a film out of it. And this is a documentary. Um, absolute ridiculous nonsense, but really good fun. No, I love a bit of bling ring. And they interview so cool. um, Nick Trugo. There's two of them in it. Nick Trugo and then Alexis, who was the girl who was portrayed as the ringleader. Yeah. 
which she's always denied. And even in this, Nick Trugo's going, no, I was the ringleader. <laughs> like, he was so thirsty for fame. He was like, I'm the ringleader. Amazing. Um, and then they did have the, the um, police detective who ran the... And they had the, um, the attorneys were in it as well. Um, and it's three parts, and it's just... It's actually very entertaining, and it's just a very good reminder of how gross that... Era was. The era was, and the consum- that, that excessive consumption is revolting. Yeah, um, there, and there is just and there's a part of you that's just like, well, they deserved it. Yeah, they don't deserve it to no. be violated in their own home. No. But if you're going to be so showy, about showy, it. and just quite revolting about it, well, you know, someone's going to take advantage of yeah, that. Yeah, they are. Um, I'm watching something that is also kind of harks back to something that happened a long time ago. Yes. <laughs> I'm watching the Heartbreak High reboot. Oh, yes. Because I, love I loved the original. I love the original too. Now, I have to say, I have a friend who's involved in making this show. Mm. So I knew, I knew I'd have to say I liked it yeah. regardless. But I actually, I don't care whether she was involved or not. I actually really love it. It's so lovely. And I thought it was going to be like the Australian version of Euphoria. Well, that's what I've heard it described sex education. as. And it is a bit like that, mm. but it's got so much more heart. Right. And it's got so much more humanness to it. Yeah. It's not as terrifying, even though the kids are going out and taking drugs and getting drunk and stuff. They're actually really warm and um, the school is portrayed in a way that shows how they're trying to deal with teenagers today and everyone's got um, issues with sexuality and... You know, and having sex with different people and drinking and all that, but it's not in a terrifying way. It certainly wasn't for me. Whereas Euphoria made me think, fuck, think, fuck, I don't have kids. Mm. This one doesn't make me think that. It makes me go. Are any oh, of the originals in it? Yeah, who's well, in random it? Random Rivers is in it. Rivers as the father of one of the boys. Oh, that's hilarious. And then there's a couple of other people who are in it, sort of periodically. Mm. Like one of them is a uh, works in a takeaway food shop and stuff and like but they're just it's just like just lovely yes it can be a bit confronting it's a bit more like sex education than it is like euphoria because it's a bit funnier yeah the characters are a bit more knowing yeah but it's it's really well done i would highly recommend that you watch it if you've got some time and your friend's going to give you a little little payout for that and i'm going to get ten dollars for doing that okay (laughs) (laughs) that's probably not going to happen um, and now we have some very sad news, Lisa. No, oh, it's not that sad. Well, it depends who you are. Oh. <laughs> for us, it's like, thank God. No, I'm not. It's not. Um, Lisa, as you may or may not know, may remember. is moving back to the UK. Yes. And so the podcast comes to an end. For now. For now. Yes. We'll see what happens with the time difference. 11-hour <laughs> time difference, which basically means Claire will always be drunk. <laughs> And I'll be on my first cup of tea of the day, and that will get boring pretty quickly uh, for everyone. It doesn't have to be like that. No, it doesn't. And um, also, I suppose, with the Zoom, whether it's, you know, whether you're going to lose... Will there be a delay? I don't know. No, we did it fine when you were there before. Yeah. We're just going to wait and see how it goes. Yes. There's a lot to do between now and when she goes. I do. It's too hard to do it for the And then I've got to settle when I'm there. 
So we'll probably yeah. pick it up again maybe in the yeah. new year. And then I might get a really, you know, stupid English accent. Um, Just a matter of time. And, and then, say things like, oh, don't you know about yes. blah, blah. And I'll be saying, well, I've been watching the new series of Dairy Girls, but you don't get it for another six months. <laughs> Etc. Etc. So we'll Although we'll actually Dairy on. Girls starts on Friday. It does. New yeah. series. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so thank you everyone for listening, and we will mm. be back in some form at some mm. point, even if it's just for a couple of specials here or there. Yeah. But um, yeah, for now we're gonna bid you adieu. Shall we sing? No. <laughs> so no. long, farewell. Happy to say goodbye. No, 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 no. Okay. Stop that. All right. Well, okay. thank you so much for coming. Thanks for listening, and we'll, we'll no doubt we will speak to you at some point. We'll speak soon. Soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you.